Welcome to Christchurch Winchester's Advent Podcast 2020. My name is James Wymark and today is Monday the 14th of December. It's good to have your company. I think we could probably all agree that even without the strange circumstances that we find ourselves in, the world can be an unusual but surprising place. Things that we may have assumed to be true sometimes for years turn out to be false or things we never thought could possibly be true or even exist in fact do and we just never knew about them. I love it when the world surprises us with the weird and the wonderful. For example, did you know that an adult's blood vessels could circle the equator four times if laid end to end? Or that if you tried a new variety of apple every day, it would take more than 20 years to try them all, as there are 7,500 varieties of apple in the world. There's the ironic fact that candy floss was invented by a dentist named William Morrison. Um, and did you also know that underwater rugby is an international sport? Oh yes, friends, I have looked it up as I... Just couldn't believe it was possible. Uh, apparently it was invented in 1961 in Germany and has members from 21 countries, including the US. Who even knew it was a thing? I suppose at least you don't get muddy. It's quite a, quite a clean sport. Um, what sometimes seems utterly untrue and completely unbelievable turns out to be totally true and gloriously genuine. Yesterday, Megan told us how the angel Gabriel visited Zechariah to tell him that his wife Elizabeth would give birth to a son, a son who would grow up to be John the Baptist. Perhaps, understandably, Zechariah didn't believe him and so was rendered unable to speak. Well, today our focus is Gabriel's next mission and his encounter with Mary, the mother of Jesus Christ himself, who reacted quite differently to the seemingly absurd and unbelievable message she was given. Our verses for today's podcast are Luke 1, 26 to 28. And they may well be verses that you've heard at carol services and nativities many, many times. They say this. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, greetings, favoured one. The Lord is with you. Favoured one. I wonder quite how Mary initially received those words. The following verse says she was perplexed and wondered what this greeting might mean. She certainly doesn't display the disbelief you or, or I might experience if we were to be suddenly confronted by a celestial being. It's interesting though, isn't it, when we compare Zechariah's reaction with Mary's. Gabriel's first words to him are, do not be afraid. And Zechariah's terrified reaction to Gabriel's appearance probably justifies those opening words. With this young teenager Mary, though, it's different. Mary was a nobody, a godly young woman, yes, but also a humble nobody. And yet 
She has been chosen by God to be the bearer of his son, Jesus, to be the carrier of eternal hope and ultimate humility. Zechariah and Elizabeth's son, John, would be great in God's sight, but this child would be great in himself. The promise of a coming king in the line of David would be fulfilled in Mary's son, a king anticipated through the millennia. I love the fact that Mary has a humble, curious response to Gabriel's greeting. She's already thinking of the practical impact of this announcement and just taking its authenticity and validity as a given. Zechariah questions Gabriel and, and is made temporarily mute for his trouble. So we could be forgiven for thinking perhaps initially Mary might suffer a, a similar fate. It seems that the difference here is belief or rather unbelief that Gabriel and by default God discerned long before this encounter would even take place. Where Zechariah's response was effectively prove it. Mary accepted with legitimate query what she was being called to. This is confirmed as Gabriel piles on the awesome responsibility Mary was to shoulder. The Holy Spirit would be upon her, which means the boy would truly be God's son. And oh yes, your relative Elizabeth is also pregnant. Mary probably didn't need the confirmation at this point, but Gabriel makes it clear. Nothing is impossible with God. So despite all the worries and anxieties racing through her mind, Mary willingly and humbly accepts, declaring, I am a servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. What a lesson to us, particularly in the complexities and uncertainties of life. God, I am your servant. I don't get it all. I have lots of questions. I'm not good enough. I don't know enough. I'm more than a bit confused. I'm maybe a little concerned. But God, I trust you. You have promised that this child Jesus will be the saviour of the world. He will step down into the frailty and weakness of humanity and redeem it forever. It's God's awesome power made perfect in our weakness. And it's time to prepare for the birth of the king who is like no other in the whole of history. You will name him Jesus. Let's pray. Jesus, we greet you with wonder. You are precious beyond mere words and our world needs your presence more than ever. I gladly take up the angel song of good news, joy and peace. Let kings bow down, let all creation marvel. Let this story ring out for all to hear. Amen.